Hey, good morning. Joel Pilka with my On My Way Crush Life podcast. I'm on my way to work here. And I'd be lying if, you know, I didn't talk about my buddy TJ right now. For any of you that are connected, you know, with me on, I guess, Facebook, right? Uh, you're seeing some things shared. A lot of us are sharing things about our brother TJ Rafferty, who is out in LA in the hospital right now fighting meningitis and a really bad infection and swelling to the brain swelling to the brain so bad that they said um, the brainstem has been like essentially irreversibly damaged and um, currently he has bacteria in his heart that needs I guess they would need to get out and then also uh, there is uh, some brain surgery that needs to be done so essentially brain surgery and heart surgery is what I was told by his brother who's there and um, his body's not able to support it because he had uh, passed out and um, had some many strokes he was at his apartment until somebody found him and, you know, gathering is like at least 24 hours before somebody found him. And, um, we don't know how much damage that did, you know, him being there by himself, laying down, having these, you know, multiple or what they maybe call mini strokes. And then they saw, you know, the damage in the brain has been, you know, it was quite extensive. not sure what today will bring you know I talked to his brother last night um, and by text later in the evening and you know it's uh, we're not sure I know that they were going to try to take him off the antibiotics the, a couple days ago and, and try to wake him up a little bit he's been in a coma since last Thursday so for a week over a week and uh, I guess there was so much brain swelling and then that's when the brain um, stem damage got done and uh so I'm not sure. All I know is he's the best man at my wedding. He's a really good, good friend. Taught me to play guitar. Inspired me quite often, you know, with courage and creativity, you know, get up on the stage and sing or, you know, play music and just kind of live life and interact and talk with people and, you know, move around and just experience it all, you know, and um, I can thank him for that, you know, I'll tell you how we met him, not how I met him, but real quick, here's a quick story, so we went to college together, and um, we were only there for a year together, although it seems like we were there for four years together, I mean, I, I don't know, I can't believe it was only one full year, truly, we were there um, at the same time, so that's interesting. Um, but one day I, I had this apartment building in Chicago and one day I was, uh, our family did, and I was living there and I went, walked out into the alley one day. Um, I was living in the basement and I think I was maybe going down to the Cubs game or something, you know, I just walked out, like take a walk down, uh, Eddie street. For those of you, you know, like Southport and Eddie right over there. Um, many of you have hung out with me there and, uh, 
he, I walk out of the alley and turn and just turn the cor- you know corner and boom, like 20 feet away from me, there he is. He's walking right towards me. And I was like, hey, dude, what's up? And he's like, yeah, what's going on, man? I'm like, what are you up to today? You know, I, I just randomly saw him. And he's like, oh, I'm looking for an apartment. I was like, no way. I was like, I have an apartment building right here, and we have a place for rent. You want to just you want to live here? He's <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So I went and I showed him the place, and he's like, yeah, I'm in. And that was uh, a big part of, like, my 20s because he lived downstairs. I live upstairs. My sister lived there. Tattoo Steve, baby. He lived there. Matt's lived there for a while. I think maybe Wayne Ball lived there. Jeff Hilbert lived there. This is crazy now that I say it all out loud. Brad Toms lived up in there. Dave Martin lived up in there. Zach, I don't know if he ever lived there, but you were there quite a bit. So I randomly see him in the alley. Boom, he lives there. And the next handful of years we spent together daily, every day. You know, TJ was, uh, he is uh, worked you know, on his own, doing camera, he was working for the Bulls and the Sox and the Cubs, doing camera work and, you know, stuff like that, and I was doing real estate and helping my parents out also at the building, and so I had a lot of time on my hands, for those of you that knew me back then, and um, we had just, what a great friendship that we have, and we, you know, played open mics, and we learned music, and we met, you know, people, and we just in and out of the city. I mean, anywhere in Chicago we've been and we've done it and we've been around it and we've met the people and we've shook the hands and we've talked to people. I mean, you know, I'm out there just outgoing, like talking to people. I love to do it. And he was the same way. And us together was just, you know, throw Zach in the mix, you know, throw Boggs in the mix. I mean, just had a great time. And so it's hard to, uh, you know, for him, obviously, and to see him. Um, not even be communicating and have the chance to sing and create and share is uh, really heartbreaking, you know, really heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, so here we go. Here we go. You know, I got my buddy Bogues and we lose him up over a year, just under a year ago. And now this guy, TJ, TJ was my best man. Bogues is in my wedding. I mean, these are very near and dear to me and just makes you think. I mean, I understand life. I get it. You know, we've all gone through our things and uh, some of mine have opened my eyes and this one is another really home, close to home hitter. I just don't even know. You know, with Bogues, I got a lot of motivation. It made me want think about my children, you know, and with TJ here in a very, very tight, critical, rough, scary, sad spot. Uh, gives me something different, you know, I don't know, it, it, it's a motivation, it's, it is, a, it is a type of motivation, um, to the point where TJ has, 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 let's not just say, he has so much potential, and if he doesn't pull out of this, I mean, I have to speak that way, right, we have to speak that way, because we don't know, but, you know, from what they tell us, the doctors tell us, like, he's not coming back out of this, like, even if somehow we were to operate, like, He's never, you're never gonna, he's never gonna be, you know, functioning. Like, he won't. Like, he's, yeah. That's what I was told. And so, it gives me something different. You know, TJ, there were so many things I wanted for him. Besides a family and besides children and besides 
you know, well, I don't know, I should say besides money and fame and accolades and whatever it is. I did want him to have a family. He always talked about it, talked about having a, wanting to be a dad, and he was really sad lately that he didn't, wasn't in that position yet. And, uh, you know, it makes you think about life trajectories. And if, you know, if you stay on a similar path or on the same path, what happens over time or what could happen over time, you know, like not saying any of these things for him, I'm saying these for people in general and for myself. And, you know, you go to the well too many times before it's dry or you, you know, you walk the tightrope too many times before you slip, fall. And um, you got to think about that. You got to think about when to, you know, know when to hold them, know when to fold, like, you know, know when to walk away, know when to run type of thing. I mean, Kenny Rogers had it best, the old gambler. You know, think about that. Like I said the other day, like the time is now, you know, you think uh, that you're still young. Somehow in my brain, I still think I'm 23. Joey Hollander was telling me that the other day. He's like, man, I still sometimes feel like I'm a kid and then I snap out of it. And it's like, I know. And the time right is right now. You want something, you better go get it. You better try it. You better taste it. My dad died at 51, but he had just realized his dream of retiring from being a police officer and becoming a captain. And he had a boat and he had a charter business and he was a captain uh, and um, he was gonna, you know, about to start that. Like he had passed his test and the boat was rigged up and in the water and everything before, before he passed away. So in my brain, in my mind, in my heart, he's he realized his dream. And you know, that's what I want for me. That's what I want for everybody, whatever the dream is, right? What do you really want? before we run out of time before you get some crazy sickness that only like a thousand people in the U.S. get every year and then you know not everybody even dies from like 10 to 15 percent die from that that's a small pool right on a thousand I mean at the max there that's a hundred people a year die from it out of 300 million that we're talking about something like that my numbers are off on the totals here, but of the of the population, but it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable that he's laying there right now, and I don't know what he knows, but science tells us he's gone probably already. You know, it's just difficult. So, I just wanted to give you a little update of what I know and where where he at, where he's at, where I'm at, and, um, hey, man, it's just always a reality check, whether it's somebody you know close to you or somebody, you know, connected somehow, that we know not to take it for granted, we know you only live once, and you know what, let's talk about you only living once real quick. I think people a lot of times take it the wrong way, I think you only live once doesn't mean fuck it, I'm going to drink beer and eat chicken wings every day. I think it means you only live once. So like, you know, maybe don't jump off the bridge, right? Because you only live once. Like I only have one life. Like I don't want to jump off this stupid bridge and then not live it anymore or waste it or live it with the broken, you know, legs or broken neck or you know what I mean? 
it's hard to think of that in the moment. But if it's something you live by, if it's something you try to live by, if, like positivity, if it's something you try to practice, like yoga, like working out, like being nice to people, you know, like not saying something if you don't have something nice to say, pretty much. All that stuff we lived when we were kids is like the real deal, you know? Like look online, somebody says something, immediately people jump in to, to, to say something negative. Not immediately, but for a lot of times. Well, that's not how you do it, or ah, da 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 or ah, da da and it's like... How about a little supportiveness? How about, hey man, oh yeah, you're gonna go try to be a pro golfer? Um, yeah, one in a million chance. Good luck, pal. Or it's how about like, dude, good luck. You know, call me um, if you need some help, or call me if you're ever in Ohio. I'd love to caddy for you. Or if you need a place to stay, or, or just good luck. Like, but people will go into any any forum that you're in these days. It seems like they're quick to say, you know, that's not good. And so I think the the YOLO thing is is sometimes used in to defend negative um, actions, right? Well, YOLO, and I'm gonna, you know, you only live once, and then you. So that's the reason. You only live once is the reason that you can do the the thing that's detrimental to your health and to your body and to your well being and to you. Is you only live once. So why not? And it's okay, I suppose, if you do it from time to time. But I've used it plenty of times, especially with money. Hey, you only live once, you can't take it with you. And then you like do this splurge thing a couple. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, you know, then all of a sudden your car needs, you know, an alternator or whatever it is. And you're like, oh man, now that really puts me in a, you know, bind for the month. Cause I overextended myself a little bit thinking, you know, I'll just wait till next paycheck and then bang, you get hit with the alternator out or something like that, you know? And the point is, is that just don't use it as a detriment. You only live once should be a protecting agent. It should be like, I don't want to um, do dr- do the drugs because I only live once and I don't want to have a, you know, an experience where I'm addicted or experience where I OD or, you know, a bad one, you know. Also, you only live once as well. I'll try it one time because I only live once and I want to try it. So I get that totally with that. I'm just saying... You only live once can be, you know, used in the wrong light quite a bit by people that are lazy, like myself, (laughs) and like probably most of us. And I say that kind of around TJ because, man, he lived that way. I don't think he lived in a negative way, but I think he went on experiences and he went on trips and he met people and he tried to find love over and over and he got up at open mic and he pulled out the guitar and and the harmonica and he just went for it. I saw him do it all the time. And he lived that way, you know? I'm not saying, I don't think that's what got him sick by any means by living that way. I just think since he was living that way, it was easy for me to say, pay attention, Joel, to what he's doing. Pay attention what you can learn. Pay attention to, you know, how happy he was for a long time and also maybe how sad he was too, or is. So, I don't know, that's my thoughts on TJ for now. You know, as I sit in here ready to go into work, I think about him and I pray for him and I try to close my eyes and feel him and see if I can hear him, see if I can just understand where he is. And uh, I'm sad, really. Spent a lot of waking hours with that man and he's a good, good dude. And, uh, 
God bless him. We'll see how he do. See how he does. But uh, if he does come out of it, I'll be right here with him, and I'll share the stories. I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support as always. Love you, TJ. Crush life.